Welcome to the Idea Space, a podcast devoted to sharing strategies and tools to help you make your dream life possible. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, a teacher turned entrepreneur. It's my mission to help women grow their businesses and get what they want without feeling guilty, overwhelmed, or confused. If you're tired of your ideas spinning around your mind and you really want something more for yourself, you're in the right place. Learn how to create the space to make your ideas a reality. I promise if I can do this, anyone can. Let's go. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, and today I'm bringing to you an expert to talk about a problem that I'm seeing in my clients and my friends and my community, but my clients are struggling with this problem that no matter where they are, whether they're CEOs and presidents of their company or they're leaders in their family or they're just their own leaders running their own small company, they're all struggling right now to stop and receive the goodness that they need. They just keep going and going and going, and they are on the edge of burning out. Some of them are already mid-burnout. So I'm bringing to you today my business coach, Patty Lennon. Patty is an intuitive coach and the founder of The Receiving School. And I've worked with Patty for a long time, and I'm really grateful for her time today because I know she's going to drop some gems. So thank you, Patty, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's get started right diving in because I know neither you or I are fluffy kinds of people. Um, why do we need to talk about this problem with people, especially women, being unable to receive what they actually need? Well, you know, it comes so many reasons, but you know, a real fundamental reason is if you talk to any woman, almost every person is going to tell you that they have issues with balance in their life. Mm-hmm balance in their time, balance in their relationships, balance in their bank book, whatever the balancing issue is, typically the issue is there's more going out than there is coming in. There's more, they're doing more for others than they're getting done for them. They're putting more money out in the world than there's money coming in. They're, you know, going on and on. And so when you look at that, especially if you're listening and you're like, yes, (laughs) I've got that going on. What drives their actions to fix that balance issue is fear, Mm. the fear that they're not going to get enough. And so they do more, right? You go look for more clients. You, even though you resent that someone's not helping you, the minute someone needs something, you're still showing up because you're just built that way, et cetera, et cetera. Yet the key to balance for most people is receiving. Now there's some not great people out there. I think all people are built of love. I mean, that's my fundamental belief, but then we embody the human form and there's some humans that really do most of their stuff, not based on love, right? And they take more than they give, right? And that's usually what motivates people who overgive is they don't want to be those takers. Are the overgivers trying to balance out the takers in the world? Did they maybe, are they unconsciously doing that? You know, actually, at, I mean, that's such a meta conversation. <laughs> yeah. but yes, we really, you know, we would like people to be less selfish and less this and less that. And what we don't understand is unconsciously, it's because we are balancing that out. But in reality, we could start receiving more and they would change. 
And then yet on a different level, psychologically, when we judge something else is bad, we don't want to be it, right? Right, right, right. That's where I was going. Okay. So what's then happening is on a, a, not a meta level, just on this individualized level is you see someone who is a taker and you don't want to be that, right? And so you focus on giving. So you can't be accused of being a taker. This happens in business owners who aren't making enough money. Almost always they're giving too much of their crap away, right? (laughs) Or on a sales conversation, they can't say, they get to the end and they can't actually say, pay me, right? Because they don't want to be the mean, greedy person. Right, right. Um, Which is great. Like, right, you're a good person. So this is so frustrating. But what you need to understand is, Waiting for greedy people to not be greedy (laughs) for you to actually receive Mm -hmm. the answer. When you receive and start balancing your giving with receiving, it starts to create a ripple of balance in the world. So so the real reason that we overgive is, well, because it feels good, first of all. It feels good for us until it doesn't. Right. Um, but we are also carrying around these stories. Mine are from childhood. My, my stories are from childhood that you're so selfish, right? So the more you're overgive, the more I overgive, the less I can be that, ver- that former version of yeah. myself. And then it also, it's really hard to receive because we know how overgivers know how tapped out they are because they're always giving to takers. And so they don't want to be, they don't want the roles to be reversed. Right. right. Okay. So great. I understand. So tell me, how do we combat this? How do you, in your expertise, actually get people to stop and stop overgiving so that they can receive? Well, I'm going to talk about it, but I want to frame it before we dive into it to understand that what has often happened in the past when you read personal development books or you work with a business coach or you work with a spiritual teacher is they're attacking the problem from one angle. So you work with a spiritual teacher and they're coming at it from that metaphysical place, or you work with a business coach and they're coming from that very like world capitalist material physical place, mm-hmm. or you work with a psychologist or a therapist and they're coming at it from the brain science place. The thing is you have to get all the pieces on board. You can get the spiritual practice, but if you don't get the brain on board, the brain is very powerful, right? If you don't actually play in the physical space, in the material capitalistic world that you incarnated in, you could do all the spiritual work you want. You still chose to come during this time where money counts, where we have all these transactional relationships. You have to learn to engage in them. You can't go work in a cave. Like, you know, they did a couple hundred years ago when good people, when they got fed up with the world, they went into a cave and they prayed for the rest of us, right? You can't do that anymore. So the method in the receiving, you know, in the receiving school, which is the receiving method is based on all three of those. Okay. So first understand what you said was exactly true is you developed those thoughts when you were a kid. So understand your inability to receive starts with a story, a belief system that was socialized into you as a child. And a really common one that happens in the States that happens to a lot of women is the idea that it is better to save than to invest. Hmm. Men are socialized to invest. Women are socialized to save. Women are socialized to do really good with coupons. 
men are socialized to do really good in the stock market. And so men investing it anytime money goes out the door, it's to get more money coming back in. Right, right, right. And for women is make sure that if money's going out the door, that you shut that crap down as soon as possible, right? And then there's no discussion of receiving. No, in fact, I'm, I'm remembering times in my childhood where money was spent and then it was hidden that it was spent. Mm. Or something was purchased and then it was hidden that it was purchased. Receiving was not okay. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So any of the good stuff that would come in from money going out the door, not okay. <laughs> right. And I like that to use that example because once we get into the actual more specific stories, it can be very triggering for people. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's easier to see where you might have a story from, an in, from being part of an entire society, right? That your parents might have been awesome parents and you still got socialized with these weird beliefs. Mm-hmm. Now, another belief that comes up is being lazy is bad and being a really good workhorse is good, right? That, that work ethic we all have. And so rest is bad. And yet rest is one of the most fundamental ways that we receive our energy back. We don't even need those crappy people all around us, all those takers to help us out. We could just slow down and the universe can give us some of our energy back. Right. But so many of us were taught that if you're resting, you're lazy and lazy is bad and we don't want to be bad. Yeah, I don't know anybody like that at all. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's not me. That's not me not at all. Not you at all. Not me at all. So going back to your question is how do we fix it is first you need to look at what is that motivation that keeps you putting out without it coming back in? You need to understand that. Uh, is that a sticky question for people to answer? <laughs> Well, you know, it can be sticky, but some of the places that almost all um, people in, the, in Western society have is don't be lazy. Yeah. So that's probably one of yours is, you know, even if you sit down on the couch and watch, like you just feel like I just want to binge watch TV for a day. If that feels really guilt inducing for you, you're probably carrying the lazy story. Mm-hmm. The other one is it's better to give than to receive. Okay. And that's a fairly common one. So in the receiving school, you know, when we do the program, we get, we have work that takes you into your unique story, but fairly consistently, consistently, those two stories applied, I'd say like 80 to 90% of the people. Okay. So you just, so for the purpose of this podcast, what we're talking about, just pick one of those. You're lazy, you know, you don't want to be lazy or you don't want to be, you know, taker. So first get underneath that and just realize that so that you can just become aware because becoming aware of your beliefs starts to shift things just on that alone. So the receiving method is based on first on this awareness, this consciousness. Our brain has has a very strong power to reprogram itself in the context of consciousness. Because when it realizes what it wants to get, which is acceptance, Mm And that something it wants is actually being denied by its current behavior. 
it will change. Meaning we want acceptance, right? Which is why we're going to give more than we receive. But what we realize is not having money or not having support makes us unlikable, makes us grumpy, makes us all these things. And we actually want to be hanging out with wealthier people. And, you know, not that I believe that you need money to hang out with wealthy people, but, you know, when you start seeing, oh, I want more money, and you see that this belief is getting in the way, just that consciousness starts to create space. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's at the, the psychological level. The next level is the physical level. So once you start to shift that brain, is what are the small actions you can take that actually allow you to receive? Now, if you've got the lazy story going on, sitting down and watching TV, if that's what you feel compelled to do with the consciousness that I am receiving right now, I'm receiving joy and ease. What that starts to do is to start to balance out that receiving energy inside of you. If you're that, I don't want to be a taker, I want to be a giver, just start receiving without giving back. So every time someone offers you something and that impulse comes to pay them back for whatever it is they do, stop yourself and you do it with consciousness. So that's how you handle it on the physical level. And then the energetic level, which to me is really the most important one, is to understand that the universe, God, source, divine, whatever word you use, starts flowing you what you want the minute you desire it. So when you want it more money, you want that partnership, you want it more time, you want it a better partner behavior, meaning you want your partner to support you more, do more around the house, whatever it is, the universe starts helping you make that happen. And the only reason it's not coming into your life is because you have a field of resistance. Mm -hmm. And that field of resistance gets built with all that over-actioning, with all that doing, with all that giving right? And so you have to start receiving, you have to start being, you have to start slowing down to lower the field of resistance. And as soon as you lower the field of resistance, then the universe can get that stuff through the front door. I feel like, I mean, I've worked with you for so long uh, privately. And then when when you kind of, I, I remember you telling me that the receiving method was kind of downloaded to you. It's not something that you generated. It was like you received it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know that I've been working with you for a long time and that you know me so well from where I started to where I am now. And I've learned to receive. I've learned to stop the doing as much. But even this morning, somebody texted me who owns a local boutique and she said, your earrings are in. Uh, Can I drop them by your house tonight? And my immediate reaction was, no, no, don't go out of your way. I can swing by the store and pick them up. And while I was texting her, I was thinking, this is the opposite. Like you're allowed to receive, but I find myself, even now after practicing for so long with you, um, and with, and, you know, practicing on my own, I swat it away. Why, Why do we tend, why does this resistance keep coming up? Even when we learn that on the other hand, when I do rest and I allow for the energy and I allow for the ease, like I am shown so much. There's so much evidence that it's okay and that it works. Yet this morning, I still swatted away an offer to have her drop those earrings off. Yeah. Well, it's such a good question. First of all, it hasn't been a long time. You know, it feels like it. We've been working together for three and a half years, but really 
when you look at it, the first year we were mostly focused on business offerings, right? We didn't really get deeper into this stuff until like, you know, but even if we had worked on it the whole three and a half years, that is less than 10% of your whole life, right? And from the moment you could interact with your parents. So, you know, typically like your first smile that the around three months Mm -hmm. where something you did got a reaction out of your parents from that moment, you have been socialized to give. Wow. So you're just, your brain has just been recording it your whole entire life. Yeah. So the, the thing to watch for though, it's such a good question, Jen. You're right. Like why once we know this, can't why we is it so hard? <laughs> you, but you are doing better because you stopped yourself. Mm-hmm. And also who you're willing to do that with has changed. Meaning when you started this journey, you would have done that for the crappiest person around, right? Yes. And I keep saying that. I mean, I know you mean that. Would, <laughs> but people who really are like, they just don't deserve the extra. But I would imagine you really like this shop owner. You know she's running in 15 million directions. Mm-hmm. And so you're really taking care of her because you believe you have excess available to give her. Mm-hmm. Again, that's your story, but it's shifted a lot because now the population you're willing to engage on that level is much smaller. And so your, your trajectory is heading in the place where you know, a year from now, that won't even be a question. You'll just say thank you and you won't have to stop yourself. I, I, I am so excited for that day. <laughs> and I won't have to feel guilty um, that I have said just thank you and accepted it and received it. Right. Yeah. And you know, the place I've gotten to, because I'm I, just a little bit ahead on the journey, meaning I've just been doing the work a little bit longer than you have, but not by much. And you and I are built very similarly mm-hmm. is I still have those impulses, but now I can be really amused by myself. Oh, like, Oh, oh look, she's so cute. She's still human. <laughs> oh, look. Right. She's still seeking approval from this weird, weird dynamic that was created when she was three months old. That's so crazy, right? When people start to learn the receiving method, what are some of the, like I just talked a little bit about what I struggle with. What are some of the other struggles you see? The lazy one, like not doing something when what you really want to do is just sit there is really hard for people. And so a lot of them, if they're in the receiving school, will get homework to just do nothing for the weekend, (laughs) right? Other than what they feel like doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're on a constant mental battle with themselves. Like, am I using this downtime properly? (laughs) Like, right. Am I doing nothing the right way? Am I going to get a gold star? (laughs) Exactly. So then that brings up all the, am I doing it the right ways? So that's the, one of the biggest ones. How did you phrase the question? Because I think I went off. I just want to know, well, so my resistance came up. I saw it today. So what are some of the other challenges that other people struggle with besides, what does the resistance look like for other people? Yeah. So, and for a lot of people also, your situation in your household is great. You've got two men, you know, boy men who really are self-sufficient, right? They don't rely on you heavily, but a lot of women don't set their lives up that way or don't have relationships. So big resistance that comes up is if I take care of myself, someone that I normally take care of will get hurt or will be harmed or will lose out or will suffer, especially if that person is an aging parent or a child Mm -hmm. or a dependent child. Yeah. 
Those are the big ones. Okay. So in the receiving school, which I know is coming up, um, it's Mm -hmm. coming up in October. It's launching again. Yeah. I know that you've run the receiving school two times so far. What are some of the results that people have gotten from enjoying the receiving method or dabbling in the receiving method? Because it really, like you you don't master it it, the first time. Like it really, like I'm still here a year later after learning it and still working through it. So uh, what are some of the results that you see like people have gotten the first or second times? So, you know, over the course of the receiving method, the first part of it is to open up to the material stuff, the money, the love, maybe not the love, the money and the support. And then the middle part is more opening up to the love, both the self-love, the divine love, and the love of others. And then the, the third part of it is to open up to divine guidance, to be able to talk to the other side of the veil, to use your intuitive gifts. Mm-hmm. Everyone has them. So if you're listening, you're like, I don't have any gifts. I promise you do. You just, right. You're used to thinking that people with gifts are clairvoyant and they like see the future. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> lots of gifts, lots of ways that, you, you know, that the divine talks to us. So, you know, there's, there's amazing things that happen in each of those sections. One woman came in, she really wanted her marriage to improve. That was her main reason. Her husband was a taker. You know, she took care of him. He really didn't give back to her and she just wanted her marriage to be beautiful. And by the end of receiving school, she realized that she had to leave her husband. And you know, that seems like, oh my God, if I've got, you know, struggle in my marriage, I don't want to get divorced. It's not the point. And the reason she could get there was I said, just embrace that right now you can't see him being that love connection you want and envision who that is. You don't have to leave him. You just need to be clear on who it is. And through that journey, all of a sudden it became crystal clear to her. And now she has that you know, it's a year later, she was in the first one, she has met someone. Mm -hmm. What happens right at the beginning of receiving school, which you've seen, which is so fun, is like the bags of money. Bags of money. Which I I made a joke of because I always think money is the the least difficult thing to attract. We all think it's the most, it's literally the least difficult thing to attract. I promise you this stands for everyone. Now the quantity that different people can let in, it runs the gamut. Mm -hmm. But in the, this shocked me even in the first round of receiving school, I made jokes of like, it's okay to want bags of money. Just understand that other stuff that you want even more and you don't realize is going to come. I was just talking to you about this yesterday. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So, but because we say those words a lot, people typically have like money come in, like, like, you know, not like million dollars. But, you know, my favorite story is you and I both know Catherine. Mm -hmm. She went to a conference the first week of receiving school. The ticket was $172. And when she got her coat out of the checkout, there was $172 of cash in the pocket that someone had put in, gifted her the the ticket. People will find money on the street. You know, there was a dog walker in the program and she was, you know, really, it was every week. She was just going paycheck to paycheck. And we had just started right around Thanksgiving. And right at Thanksgiving weekend, one of her clients paid her in advance for like uh, two months worth of services and gave her like a bonus or something. So there's like that, that yeah. like fun things that I love to see happen because those are the things that just help us trust more. Right. It's kind of like evidence. Yes. Yeah. Um, but my very, very, one of my very favorite stories was a woman who joined, who was very resistant to talking, that she could talk to her, her people that had 
passed away. And one, I won't tell any details about it because it's still a private story for her, but one of her loved ones was able to talk to her and it broke open her heart in such a beautiful way. And she just found so much peace Mm -hmm. on her journey where she had carried this heavy bag of something from childhood and it just went away. And that's the stuff that actually changes our life. Well, that's the stuff you don't even know you can ask for. That's the stuff you don't even know is a problem that you still need to work through, right? Like that's what a gift that is. So on my podcast, I don't often talk about my woo side, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my woo side with everybody today. Patty's my coach and I've softened up so much in my life by working with her and grown my business. And she and I were chatting yesterday about a whole bunch of stuff. And I was saying that what I thought I wanted from the program was to grow my business uh, in terms of money, clients. But what happened instead was my life got so much better in that it got easier. And I grew up being told like, ease is not okay. Ease is not acceptable. If you're, if it's easy for you, that's a problem. You're not working hard enough. Right. So what I, when you come into the receiving method, there's what you want or think you want, and then there's what you need. And you wound up, you wind up getting what you want and being served what you need as well. And sometimes you just don't even know what that is. Like this client of yours that had that need filled that she probably didn't even know that was something that she needed to pursue. That's so exciting. Yeah. Because when she knew that she wanted, she had, she was incredibly wealthy, very well established. So most of the material stuff wasn't important to her. She just, a parent had just passed and she really wanted to connect to them and she did, but that wasn't the person that she connected to that lifted this weight off mm. of her. And, and it's funny because when we do exit interviews for people in the receiving school and I ask the question, okay, if someone's thinking about joining, what would you want them to know? Across the board, everyone says the same thing. You said it too, is you have to really be open. You have to be really open to what's possible because like it is this, I don't even call, I wouldn't call it a roller coaster because I don't really think that's what it is. It's like, you think you're getting on a roller coaster and you're actually building an invisible plane. Like it's, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say not a roller coaster, but like a kind of a lazy river ride. Like it's very enjoyable. And then along the way, there's all of these little pieces of evidence that show up that show you you're on the right path and you're doing, you're doing the right work for yourself. Yeah. And you you come home to yourself Mm -hmm. and I think people don't realize how much they've judged themselves. And when they're free of that judgment, what opens up for them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that the way you just said that. I don't know that many people have those words to put to what the problem is for themselves, but I opened this podcast by saying whether my client or the people who are listening to this podcast are CEOs and presidents or whether they are leading their families or leading their solo businesses, they all feel the same way. They, they have lost their sense of self. They, they, they don't know what it means to be at home with themselves. And so that is why I wanted to have you on today, today to, to talk about the method a little bit and to talk about just kind of to open people to this idea that it's possible that it, you could have ease and abundance and an energy that you could have more energy. Imagine mm-hmm. that without worrying that everybody else around you is going to suffer because turns out they don't suffer. Turns out like you get what you want and nobody else suffers. 
No, and they usually get happier. Yes, yes, yes. My husband, um, every time I talk about working with Patty, he's always like, I don't know what is happening there, but keep doing it. Like, he's like, it's, it's great, keep doing it. I like myself better, which makes them like me. I like them better. And then it's just so much more easeful in our house than it ever has been before. So thank you for taking the time to talk about the receiving method and the receiving school. So can you talk about the program a little bit that's coming up? Yeah. Well, you know, the program, I think we did a good job, like kind of giving a sense of the program, but you know, I found it is one of those things you sort of have to experience it to really understand it. So we're going to be starting a training series that you can participate in for free. And if you're in the world where you've been in like people's free trainings and they spend the whole time just trying to convince you to buy, that's not what this is about. Mm -hmm. It's not how I'm built. Jen knows that Jen and I are very similar. This is a tactical you're going to come into this training. You're going to learn stuff. You're going to apply it. You're going to get benefit. You're only going to join the receiving school if now you've tasted it and it, you know, and it tastes good to you. And you think this might be what I need. Mm -hmm. So the training series goes through three of the biggest problems we're seeing in 2020 that can be solved using the receiving method. The first is the manifestation math. So, so many people are like, oh my God, when I feel bad, I'm attracting bad crap. That's the manifestation myth. It doesn't actually exist. And I'm going to show you how to use everything you're feeling to still get a lot more money and love and support, all that stuff. The second training is how to build your energy shield, because Mm -hmm. then the biggest question after that is, how do I keep all these toxic (laughs) things and not be in resistance and actually keep receiving? And then the final training is the higher, getting to higher ground. So how do you stay in this open and loving vibration that you'll have from those first two trainings and not get sucked down into the pit of, you know, is this, is this explicit? Yeah, of course. Yes. Into the pit of the shit show that is (laughs) funny, right? So that's what the training series is. It's the receiving method context in those things. So that starts October 14th. Okay, awesome. And then when does the receiving school start after that? How much the further after that? Open on October. Um, the, the first module starts on October 26th, and that's when we get going. Great. Um, I, I just want everybody to know I've been through this twice. I work with Patty all the time, like I've said. And if you are considering a program, if you're, if you're open and you are looking for something to help your life be more easeful and abundant and have more energy, and you want to work with somebody who's an I, I hate to say that she's, Patty shows up and I don't want to say she's an overgiver because she's got great boundaries, but she shows up and she does not give you fluffy shit. She gives you really good shit. So I can't recommend this enough. So thank you for coming on today and talking to my audience about receiving. Thank you. We could all use a little more receiving. Um, how can people follow you online? You know, the best place is I'm just about to rebrand my podcast. So this is weird. It's currently called Wealth and Purpose, but as of Wednesday, October 7th, it will be Space for Magic. So finding me on your favorite podcast app would be the best way to follow me. And do you have a link for the training for them? No, not yet, but I will put it in the, I will put it in the description. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Grab the training because that's going to be the best way for us to have fun together. Thanks, Patty. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thanks for showing up today. Thanks for joining me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the Idea Space in your podcast app. 
and tell that friend of yours who needs some help getting where she wants to go. I'd be so appreciative if you left a review because then we can help more women create the space for their ideas too. Go to jenliddy.com forward slash free to grab the many free resources there to help you move forward. And I will see you next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.